0: Welcome to The Frog Pod, your weekly video podcast series by Costa Rican Vacations. I'm your presenter Adam Baker and as you know by now every week I chat to my uh, colleagues, my friends and industry experts when it comes to everything Costa Rica related. We've got a fun topic for you today which is talking about luxury and what does that mean in Costa Rica. And to discuss the topic we have Aaron Vanacek, who's come back for a second, uh, a second episode, and Shay Tippy. Guys, thank you very much for joining
1: me. Thank you for having us.
0: Thank for having me back, Shay. For those of uh, for those of us and uh, the audience out there who don't know, tell me a bit about yourself and what brought you to Costa Rica. Uh
1: uh-huh. Well, the classic story. <laughs> uh huh. Um, you know, I was backpacking around South America, and I knew that I always wanted to live in a foreign country. I spoke Spanish, loved the beach and it was Costa Rica. So I have been here about 13 years now. Um, I lived the first eight years at the beach in Manuel Antonio, and then I moved to the city of San Jose about five years ago.
0: I, I've actually been there about the same time as you. Yeah. And How quickly does that time pass?
1: I know. I'm, like, oh, crazy, I'm, right? I'm on my 13-year trip, you know. Yeah. I
0: <laughs> Did you have plans to, to stay originally, or what was your original plan? Yeah, I mean,
1: I when I was backpacking around South America, I really wanted to find a job, you know, and so I kind of was thinking about different ideas of what I might like to do, and I went on Craigslist and found a job in Manuel Antonio in Costa Rica, and Um, I'd always said, you know, people would ask me all the time, how long are you going to stay for? And I was like, as long as I'm happy. So, you know, I've thought about going back, um, a few times to California, which is where I'm from, but life is too good down here. So (laughs) I think I'm sticking around. Well, I go
0: back and how long have you been planning vacations now with us?
1: Uh, seven years now. Yeah, that's crazy too. It's such a pleasure though, to help people, you know, enjoy Costa Rica. So.
0: Fantastic. And, and Aaron, aka Mr. Gringo. Hopefully, uh, back. he's back. Hopefully, some of the, the audience have uh, maybe searched you on, on, uh, on and YouTube. For there, those learn Honduran
2: all, ads. Uh, learn all about Honda and tortillas. E- exactly.
0: Aaron, just remind us what brought you down originally.
2: Uh, originally, it was an exchange student who was in my house, my family's house, when I was in high school. So he was there for a year, became like my brother, still is like my brother. He was from an er- the northwestern province of Guanacaste. I came down to visit him, loved it, kept coming back until I eventually stayed.
0: Fantastic, and Nice. well, and Aaron, how long have you been planning vacations now with us? I've been
2: with Costa Rican Vacations, the NAMU Travel Group, for four years now.
0: So you guys are in an excellent position to discuss this topic. You're both experienced veterans uh, in planning vacations, high-end vacations, which is, you know, principally what we do. And the topic today is luxury. Uh, And sometimes, you know, people think, well, in Costa Rica, what does that mean? Especially compared to perhaps places like the States or, you know, your popular European destinations, Paris, Rome, London, Madrid. So one of the open-ended questions that we want to discuss as we begin this is, luxury in Costa Rica, what can you expect? So Shay, how does it compare from perhaps a typical five-star experience in the States?
1: Well, I think the important thing to know about luxury in in Costa Rica is that it's really, well, for me, it's really about location um, and proximity to, you know, nature and wildlife and beautiful views and tropical landscape. Um, So luxury in Costa Rica is about all of that, plus having the comforts of, you know, luxury amenities and, you know, beautiful decor and fine finishings and things like that, plus um, really friendly and personalized service. So, you know, Costa Ricans are known to be some of the most warmest and friendliest people on the planet, really, so. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, It's so true. So it's just a nice, um, you know, combination of location, again, luxury amenities, and then service. I think that's what set Costa Rica apart.
0: This is something that I've always wondered when I work with Pablo traveling around doing these interviews, a lot of the questions that I ask of the general managers and the staff on site about what's the, the best thing about your hotel. You know, and often we're filming these, these really nice mm-hmm. five-star resorts, boutique hotels, and a lot of the time the guys say service. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is something that is actually um, linked with the idea of luxury? And is it something that an individual would pay for? Or, uh, and you say, you say the service, and I agree, it's always really warm, especially mm-hmm. in most cases with, with the partners that we work with. But is that something in the states that's looked for, along with great location and all the fancy amenities? What, what, what do you think?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, probably. Um, I think. I think it's nice coming to a Latin American country, you know, foreign country out of the United States and knowing that you're going to be welcomed, you know, especially at the higher end hotels. They really, really, um, you know, strive to offer a high level of service, which is what we do as well. Yeah. uh, Just in the general vacation. But, you know, it's like when when staff know your name and they're interested in your day and they're asking you questions and they're always have a smile on their face. I think you definitely are paying for that. Um,
0: and Aaron can I ask you then because that's a good point Shay makes but do you think I still think we get a lot of that service with three star hotels four star uh, hotels We
2: do, and I think I think it's there's just it, it's a degree
0: and you know luxury
2: one of the things that's talking when you, people talk about luxury it's such an objective term mm-hmm. because what's, what's lug, what was luxurious for me when I was a Coming down as a twenty something year old <laughs> college kid, I was staying at, you know, you know, a forty dollar night hotel and I was for me, wow, that's luxurious. <laughs> Correct. But yeah, now yeah. that I've become a somewhat of a I mean it sounds terrible, but of a hotel snob because I get to go sure. visit all of these properties. It's I guess the, the main thing to think about with luxury here is if you're thinking about, you know, the word luxury as an objective way, luxury in Costa Rica is not about opulence. Mm-hmm. you know the, the, sometimes people think luxury, luxury and they're thinking of the hotels in in Abu Dhabi or exactly. something like that yeah. you know <laughs> totally. that kind of a you know the middle east where it's just this ornate completely lavish at yeah. the top mm-hmm. yeah. i think I, but i think with with the luxury hotels if you're we're talking five star hotels it is about service and it's about getting all the details right mm-hmm. you know the little things on say that the, the turn down service that that's Make a difference when you come back, and it's you know there's something there for you. Oh, and, I always and the love the little
1: treats mix, on your pillow. Yeah, <laughs> right, and, and, and
2: then the details, right? <laughs> yeah, it it is the details. It's you know not sticking to something. You know, it's a, a waiter, you know, asking you what you want, not offering you what they have, and that kind of thing is, mm-hmm. is goes along. So that, yeah. that that level of service. And when I when I when I think about you know true luxury, and when I like my clients that have been. You know, high net worth individuals and to hear their feedback afterwards. I, I do understand that, you know, we do get it right in terms of the service and the expectations they have from, you know, the hotels, but also from our our tour operators. The fact that when they say they're going to be here to pick you up for a tour at 10 a.m., they're there at 9.59. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, yeah right. always. Yeah. It's clockwork, yeah. and that's you know, something to be really
0: considered. Yeah, I definitely after reading some of the reviews all the time, that's something that people always pick mm-hmm. up. Always available, always on time, always ready as it was planned. That's, that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've noticed after you know, being in the country for years doing this job is that along with, well, yeah, service is part of the three pillars. I always think, you know, you need great service, mm-hmm. or good service, Really good beds, because you need to sleep well, mm-hmm. and decent food. Mm-hmm. If any of those one things kind of slips, your whole experience, I think, is tarnished. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've experienced, and that kind of, you know, I think, we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that, for me, is, a, is an interesting definition of luxury is space. Perhaps when you were travelling, out in the forty-dollar hotel, mm-hmm. it's probably quite a small room, maybe with a non-free <laughs> bathroom, if yeah, you like exactly. But, but <laughs> as you go up, you know, in the in the years, and perhaps you pay for something a little bit more luxurious. The space is an interesting definition, and the suites get larger, and the amenities in them. I don't know if that's something you agree with. Yeah,
1: I think so too. A lot of like the luxury boutique hotels, especially, will offer you know indoor outdoor showers, which is really unique. So you can be taking a shower and have an ocean view, or surrounded in tropical gardens outside. Um, You know that also like some hotels will have um, private jacuzzi tubs on the terrace or the balcony, Mm -hmm. or private plunge pools. So then we're like really getting into you know the luxury kind of style and.
0: Well, well. speaking of those luxury styles, Shay, what would you say is the most luxurious experience in the rainforest? Let's break it down by region. Yeah,
1: I mean, the rainforest for me, my favorite hotel, I have two favorite hotels in Costa Rica, and the one in the rainforest is Nayara Springs, by far, which is part of our and Nayara Hotel. Um, Nayara Springs is the adult-only portion of the hotel, where you can have your own private villa, again with a private plunge pool, um, no. huge space, you know, tons of um, beautiful decor, Um, you know, your own tropical like balcony. And it's just, it's just so divine. Like (laughs) it's hard to describe it's really wonderful. And then also the service there is great. And they have, you know, a few resort pools, a few different restaurants, um, a top-notch spa. So, um, you know, and again, that really does bring like a lot of what luxury in Costa Rica is, is bringing the outside in, right? So there's kind of open, open air concepts and you're really feeling nature while also having comfort comfortable beds and, you know, just a lot of great living yeah. space.
0: So Yeah, yeah. Niagara Springs is a is a lovely option. That's pretty much one of the nicest mm-hmm. luxurious options in the adding out volcano as well. Yeah. So it kind of covers both things. At Niagara, you really feel like you're enveloped in the, the gardens and the jungle regions the food is really good there guys don't forget we'll put uh, links in everything below to where we're where we're discussing so you guys can check them out
1: whenever i stayed um at, in a springs villa i'm like i could totally live here <laughs> you know i don't want to leave yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't be a bad place to work yeah. right
0: get in the morning jump like, in a yeah. plunge pool <laughs> Um, and now you need to go try their luxury tent. Oh, I know that's coming up soon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So early next year, a couple of months. It's
2: uh, it'll be open for Christmas,
0: so I think they're just it'll putting the Christmas. final touches.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, hopefully, we need to shoot that property soon. <laughs> we need to head we'll up go. there. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be interesting to see how they mix the the glamping concept, luxurious mm. camping, with the other with the mm. other two projects they have there. Definitely, um, Aaron. What would you say is one of the most luxurious options for you by the beach? The and obviously, there's a lot of beach oh, in Costa Rica. Yeah. yeah,
2: by the beach, and this comes from me. The be- because I'm not, you know, the color of my skin. I'm not really a beach person. But one of the, yeah. the a couple, some some of the luxury options that I really enjoyed on the on the beach. I mean, the one that I was at to at recently was Casa Chameleon. Up in, uh-huh. there's there's two of them, but one of them that is up in the. Uh, the northern Guanacosta area, mm-hmm. that and a lot that one because of the private plunge pools in each room, the views, every views every every coast. room having an amazing view. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that was pretty top notch, and the and they really did it right with the food.
0: Nice.
2: I, I really enjoy. Uh, you know, there's one of the, the hotels in Coco, which we you know we we have a really good partnership with regard to Villa Buena Onda. I uh-huh. think that is that's a, that's a great experience because it's again one of those little. They'll go. The staff there will go out of their way yeah. to, yeah, to just to get everything right. And then a beach hotel that I personally really enjoyed, which is more of a, along the eco lodge as opposed to the beach hotel, but it is on on a beach is Playa Cativo. Nice. Which mm. Playa Cativo was they did. You know we're talking about the, the amazing beds, but having it be completely open air during yeah. the day and then rolling down the screens at night but just being able to have that immersion of hearing the waves and seeing the dolphins. We oh had humpback gosh. whales on so the way amazing. out there along with all of the wildlife surrounding, but without sacrificing the amenities was really an amazing. Experience.
0: Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a really good point. In that area, Shay, the Osa region where Cativo is located, mm-hmm. there's an interesting idea because you do have to spend a little bit more money uh-huh. per night to stay in this area. Definitely generally due to the isolation, Mm -hmm. but also those kind of high-end eco-lodges. Give somebody an idea as to why there might be a higher cost in Osa, Mm -hmm. but what you get with it.
1: Well, I think, um, you know, all of the hotels that we work with down there include three meals a day. Uh So that's, you know, contributes to the higher price tag. Um, But really, I think when it comes down to it, it's just like one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences, places, you know. Um, It's very remote, it's very untouched. Rainforest. Um, It's so beautiful. It's like living in a tropical dream, <laughs> really. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I think it's important to know too. I mean, it does, when it, a hotel is, um, you know, an eco resort or sustainable, it'll cost a little bit more to run that, you know? Um, and so they have, you know, sol- like heating from solar panels and, um, you know, um, water filters and all that kind of stuff. So it just does kind of drive the price up a little bit.
0: Yeah, and a lot of the the, the price that you pay goes back into the local communities. Yeah,
1: absolutely. As well,
0: right? a lot of the lodges that were, certainly that we sell, I don't think I could name one that. <clears throat> excuse me, that didn't put some of the money back into the immediate area because these communities are so small
1: right. and kind yeah. of isolated. They're totally. off the grid slightly. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, then they're, and they're putting money back in the community in two
2: ways. And they're investing in the community, but just the fact that they're ge- employing. People from those communities, that's generating, generating, like there's the primary benefit of the the jobs. but then there's also secondary jobs that are created by that additional money flowing through the the economy there.
0: And that's a good point because that actually comes back to some of the service that we were talking about. The people that are really employed and and have really good training in these different um, hotels are incredibly proud as well as being super Uh friendly and warm and welcoming. And you can just tell that they actually love to tell you about the property, mm-hmm. about the, the area, about the wildlife, the guides, for example. Mm-hmm. And I always think that's something that, it's not that necessarily you're paying, you expect to get that. Mm-hmm. But when you get it's just so warm and honest mm-hmm. over perhaps saying another five-star brand hotel where the people are very nice, but that's what they're paid to do. And, yeah. that's, that, and that's one of the
2: disadvantages with some of our luxury travelers that want to say, either charter a helicopter or a private flight. One thing that diminishes from their experience by doing that is they miss out on the private driver the explo- yeah. kind of seeing the, yeah. the countryside and hearing the stories along the way, and stopping at the local places to try the the meals and the snacks and things like that that you won't get when you're when you're doing the private flight through the helicopter and things like that. Yeah. So. I always, I, oftentimes I'll say, well, let's do one so you can at least hear the story of the country. And a lot of times people will appreciate me for doing yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and I think people walk away having, like, made new, new friends with the hotel staff, you know? Like, Ooh, they yes. have, you know, they have, like, new friends versus staying at, you know, a really high-end luxury um, hotel that might have, like, a stuffy feel to it. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you're, like, yeah, the service is great, but you're not necessarily getting to know someone on a, yeah. you know, a personal mm-hmm. basis. So I think that's really special, too. That's what Costa Rica Rica Off to-
0: totally agree, and I reckon many of our travel consultants and colleagues in the office would definitely be able to name one or two people where they've mm-hmm. made really good you know, friendship over the years and visiting yeah. these places. Everybody has somebody, right? Um, in terms of um, sometimes the idea of spas and wellness centres, that comes a lot with the idea of, of luxury. Uh, are you Aaron into your massages when you go away? I wish
2: I could say I was, but okay. I'm not. But I know Shay is the, the total spa. World. This is oh I another reason,
0: right? Um, Pablo <laughs> probably atone to the fact I also enjoy a good massage <laughs> and a lovely spa. I'll admit to that. Nobody would ever know. What Nobody the freaking, would ever know. Is TV, TV. exactly. <laughs> Um, But to that point, Shay, what are your maybe top three spa wellness centers in the country?
1: You know, it's interesting because I think Costa Rica is really starting to become more and more of a wellness destination for travelers. I mean, it's so easy because it, you know, with the nature and the wildlife and the adventure activities, it's so... Um, There's so many opportunities to like really get out and about and be active and, you know, feed your mind and your body and your spirit um, just with the natural surroundings and then also with spa services and things like that. I found lately that, you know, a lot of the higher end hotels will have a standard kind of gym type setting um, with, you know, state of the art equipment, like very nice. But a few hotels that I've stayed in lately actually have gym equipment inside the rooms. So oh. they'll have, like, a yoga mat or a few dumbbells so you don't even have to leave your suite. Mm-hmm. You can just exercise Very there. Nice. <laughs> I
2: noticed that right, more an, an all More an all and ah, then Casa Camilione
1: okay. has it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's really special. Some places will have yoga decks, you know, meditation decks, um, opportunities for that. And then, of course, spas. You know, there's – I mean, I think that the spas in Costa Rica really – the top ones, my favorites – are the ones that really blend in the tropical, you know, essence into bringing harmony and everything mm-hmm. like that in. Some of them will have signature treatments too. Like there's a lot of great spa, uh, luxury spas in the volcano area, and they'll have signature treatments using vol- volcanic mud, you know, yeah. or, or coffee grinds on your face kind of type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's lots of opportunities for that. Nayara Springs, again, is one of my favorite spas.
0: Best massage you've had in the country?
1: Oh, gosh. I've had so many. Um
0: we live a hard life. So. I know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Quality, <laughs> quality control. Yeah.
1: You know, I had a really wonderful massage at Ondaz, which is in the Papagayo ah, Peninsula. That's a nice spot. That's a great. Mm, and the views as well. Yeah, exactly. And it was uh, I think the um, therapist had some physical training background, so you know, it's highly trained and qualified person.
0: I think you made a good point that it's really about the ambience as well as the treatment. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to be paying a, 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 fair, a fair amount, possibly, for depending, depending on what you want. Especially some of these nice, uh, more yeah, established absolutely. spas. The Tabacon Spa is a famous mm-hmm. one in Arenal. Uh, El Silencio in the Cloud Forest. Oh, you yeah. have a whole area with the yoga, mixing the wellness center. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I definitely think that whole mental well-being of being surrounded or enveloped somewhere with the sounds, the natural yeah. sounds. and I think that's um,
1: also what, you know, with luxury, that you are paying a little bit for that, too. I mean, yeah. again, you can get that at, you know, the more kind of three-star type hotels, but um, and I think that's where the concept of barefoot luxury comes in, you know, or people that can really get away from electronics and noise and lots going on, and they can just come down and relax. Yeah,
0: what, what do you mean by barefoot luxury? This is a term that's coming up a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, I
1: think that it means, you know, having kind of a simple, barefoot, you know, simple, there's no stuffiness, you don't have to dress up, you know, it's kind of resort casual, just a feeling of being completely relaxed and kind of getting back down to basics, but having the comforts of luxury amenities and great beds and things like that.
0: Nice. Yeah, no, highly recommended. Mm -hmm. It's it's certainly growing, I think, in Costa Rica, in different areas, it's kind of picking up. Um, Aaron, talking about obviously we've, we mentioned hotels. When it comes to rentals, this is mm-hmm. uh, something that's super popular, especially if you're coming down with a family or a group or a huge celebration, mm-hmm. maybe a reunion. Costa Rica has got some fantastic places all over absolutely. the country. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite places to recommend for high-end houses or rentals? For, for
2: high-end houses, there, there there are a couple of places that I that I really enjoy. For example, Las Catalinas, which mm-hmm. keeps growing and has has been built into this you know beautiful Mediterranean type. Look, uh, it has a a mix of Mediterranean village with you know Costa Rican on the beach,
0: and this is up in Guanacaste, up in right? Guanacaste,
2: yep. And Las Catalinas on on the be- on the Playa Danta, the, the Danta Beach. It's the the homes there are all unique, so there's, there's nothing cookie cutter about them, but they all have these. Amazing amenities and features, yeah. and for families, multiple family groups or larger groups, you can just get a bunch of different houses together. It's 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 really fantastic. Yeah, and then of course on the on the Central Pacific, Los Juanes Resort has some famous. I love Los Juanes. So to be it's, honest, it's, it's so convenient to yeah. the capital. And for example, you know, if if you're at the family group, you know, dad and grandpa and maybe the granddaughters want to go out fishing for the day. The movie yeah. is right there. And there's, there's a lot of good, you know, a lot of good meal options on, on the resort as well. Yeah. And then I I liked for, for, Smaller family groups. I like the 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 rentals at uh, Tulumar Resort, too, which is those top. those yeah. those villas are pretty on point, and nice. the, and the, the property just so the unique. The location's great. The view, yeah. The private yeah. beach is fantastic.
1: I think it's important too, because there's so many rental properties all over Costa Rica, you know. But it's important to keep in mind that like these luxury resort developments which is like Las Catalinas, Los Sueños, Tulumar, provide an added sense of security and safety, you know? And then also you have amenities like a personal concierge on site. There's restaurants within the, you know, development. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's just like, that's the luxury rental, Mm -hmm. you know, that really makes a great experience in Costa Rica.
0: You have all the additional amenities, exactly, like, like you're yeah. saying. You know, Las Catalinas. You have the beach club. You have mm-hmm. the, the, the couple of pools there. The beach. And of course, right we didn't even
2: talk about the, all the, the luxury rentals inside of Papagayo too. Yes. Which is uh-huh. pretty I mean. right? Yeah. Uh huh. Pex, right? E X S. Yeah. we yeah, Where, where, where the you know near the Four Seasons. So you have you know access to a lot of the amenities that the Four Seasons can offer, but you have the private rentals.
0: Well, that's. I think, in the same vein, that's one of the reasons I personally love Los Sueños. The longer uh-huh. I've been here, the less I want to travel on the road from San Jose <laughs> to get somewhere. So being in Los Angeles, just outside an hour away, you know, if it's you've never been- It's a weekend getaway. It is, right? And it's like old school luxury. I guess it's been there for maybe 20 years or so. It's yeah, one of man. the first resorts you get there. You've got the beautiful golf course and the ocean view, the rainforest. So yeah, like you're saying, if you like golf, if you like uh, fishing, yeah, you've got perfect. decent dining.
1: And I think too with rentals, like it's, if you have a large group, it is nice to have that communal space, you know, you the well, yeah. space and then
0: the private chef to come Yeah, in totally. That's true. Yeah, and a lot of places, uh, you know, mm-hmm. offer that now. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a really good point. Um, switching from, well, talking about good chefs, this is a nice segue into this uh, into this other question that comes up. What about for foodies? So, Shay, I know you and me did a, a food video, maybe sometime uh-huh. last year, <laughs> testing some of the best spots around San Jose. We'll add a link below. Um, but what about the top three restaurants, perhaps even just in the Central Valley? Uh-huh. Obviously, San Jose is the capital here. We've got about a million in population mm-hmm. with the, the three, four Um, urban sprawl major cities, Mm -hmm. what are the the, the top restaurants you would recommend?
1: Um, I mean the the restaurant at the Hotel Grano de Oro is one of the top in the city. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a beautiful colonial boutique luxury hotel kind of in the middle of San Jose. So people that do want that authentic yeah. experience best while staying. Best dessert in the country.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the best Not bad, dessert. right? Yeah, the Grano de Oro pie. Yeah, uh-huh. so delicious. nice. It sounds like you're speaking a lot, a lot of con. expertise. Yeah. For those of you who can't see, Aaron is just dreaming. I can see the uh, the pie on the top. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, what, so other than Grano de Oro? Any, anything um, else that you love to go to? Shays inside of I mean,
1: in San Jose, are we talking? I yeah, mean, Central I love in... myself some good Indian food. That uh-huh. <laughs> seems to be, um, and there's quite a few have popped up now. So I, you know, there's Taj Mahal and Avatar and Taste of India, all in the Escazú area. So that's usually where I go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Out.
0: they're pretty good. Yeah, Aaron, do you have any like go-to spots, but like high-end?
1: Like oh, hi,
2: I really enjoyed, and I was just there recently, Silvestre. Mm. It, was, it was really, really spot on, and they have a little bar in the basement, which was pretty yeah. fun to have a few cocktails before. Central San Jose has been open for San about a Jose. year. Central San Jose, yeah. yeah. Silvestre. I think even longer, maybe two years. We least. actually checked that out in the yeah. same yeah. video. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. That yeah. Sil- was a lovely Silvestre. spot. I, I like a lot.
0: San Jose has a lot of interesting spots opening up. Mm-hmm. So even if you are staying in the city for one mm-hmm. or two nights, you do have you a mean, lot in of boxes. And
2: a few blocks away, Forca, for if, you, if you're a meat lover. Right here next to our office yeah, exactly. down the
0: road that is delicious yeah, yeah no, that's very true um aaron in terms of getting around um obviously for luxury travelers you've got different options mm-hmm. charter flights uh, helicopter flights private uh shuttles with your private transport can you give us an idea of why costa rica is a great destination for getting around like that for travelers?
2: well mainly because there's so much to see but as much as i like when my clients are able to use the private drivers and get that experience sometimes logistically if you're only coming down for a week and you really want to see a couple dest- destinations that are far from each other it d- it just makes so much more sense to take a private charter flight and yeah. you know you Rather than spending seven hours on the road, you can spend forty five minutes. Yeah. So it just Yeah it, it saves you an entire
1: day of your trip to take that private charter flight.
0: Yeah, and you do see some amazing scenery.
1: Oh, it oh. is like my favorite thing. The, yeah. the domestic Flying. flights or the charter flights. Yeah, it's a lot so of people beautiful. are beautiful.
0: Are
2: worried about flying private charters or smaller flights in Costa Rica, but they, you know, in terms, I've of I've never safety, had a bad
1: experience, and I've no. flown like so many times. And it is so beautiful to get that bird's eye perspective, the view. Yeah, oh, my gosh, and it's
0: really easy, right? Getting mm-hmm. around whether it's a helicopter or a private charter. People think, oh, you know, you can spend a bit more and do the domestic flight. But if you're a family or a couple mm-hmm. who doesn't really worry about the budget,
1: and it's then not you that can choose the timing and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. a private bad. flight
0: getting around from one hotel to the other. That's yeah. not a bad option at all. Yeah. Um, finally, one of the last questions I wanted to ask you, and it's a good one, is how does Costa Rica combine both eco and luxury mm-hmm. in this new age of travel where, you know, consumers mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and guests coming abroad are looking to, you know, give back to the environment? Mm-hmm. Costa Rica, as we know, is very uh, forward thinking when it comes to the climate and it's mm-hmm. green travel. Can you give me some examples, Aaron, of why um, and Obviously, to my head, Cayuga comes to mind. Oh yeah, because so how they a great example. Can, you, can you explain the the blend of eco and luxury?
2: Well, one of the bre- ways to blend the eco and the luxuries, for example, if you have a you have a hotel where the hotel needs to offer air conditioning because it's hot and humid, but how are they going to get that electricity produced and using renewable ways, whether it be a a turbine in the river that goes through to produce electricity Mm -hmm. that way or the solar panel panels Mm -hmm. that really makes it a little bit more ecological way to produce the energy for the experiences to have hot water air conditioning you an outlet to charge your devices, because even at, yeah, as much as you want to get away. If you try to be, off you drive yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a tablet charging you, in the you want You want a little bit of internet, so yeah. it's, that's kind of one, one of the ways to do it. And then I always think about the amenities. I really, I'm more and more put off by any of the hotels that offer the individual units of shampoo, uh-huh. conditioner. So, yeah. and some of the, some most of the higher end hotels now are using just, you know, a, re- a refillable thing for the the soap and the and the shampoos and things like that, which I think is important because we're not producing all that plastic waste mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. some of the other lower end of hotels are still dishing that stuff out and just
0: producing. That's rabbits. becoming slowly standard, right? We've yeah. talked about Nayada, we've talked about Villa Buena Onda. Mm-hmm. They you know don't Im- employ the idea of using plastic. That's all yeah. gone. Many so hotels. And then, <laughs> and then, and then and exactly. I think it's also a matter of
2: menu selections we didn't go too deeply into the food at some of these luxury resorts but sometimes Uh, making sure that they source as much as they can locally to bring down that carbon footprint and for Uh example i know that cayuga did an article not too long about you know why we don't serve salmon
1: at any of our hotels it's
2: because you have to fly or ship in salmon from Uh either chile or alaska when you've got, the got pacific so many Northwest. great options here let's have on tuna. the pacific yeah the you know, it's, it's not the taste different but you know let's have some fresh tuna as opposed to imported frozen salmon so yeah, that kind yeah. Of locally sourced are,
1: ingredients and, and it's good.
2: still it's delicious it's, mm. it's good food but it's locally sourced and it's you know, maybe organically grown, or at least, you know, there's some thought put into sure. how, it's, how it's being produced. And
0: guys, for those of you who are not aware, Cayuga is the sustainable management chain that's been in Costa Rica for how long? Maybe 10 years, possibly more. I, say, yeah. Yeah. I believe they manage eight properties currently in Costa Rica and Nicaragua. Um, Shay, for your Cayuga experiences, as well as other change, Green, green Teak Hotels uh, do a great job. Yeah. Um, like Aaron's saying, as well as the sustainable aspects, you know, mm. what other elements do you love from the Cayuga properties? Well, I
1: think... And I think about that, you know, the sustainable and kind of giving back to the local community is really important, um, you know, whether it be programs for the local school children or asking, you know, guests can donate funds if they want, um, things, programs like that. I think it's also really nice when the hotels also invite the guests to learn more about their sustainable programs. So I know like at, um, you know, there's one hotel in La Barrios where you can take a tour you know, and see where they collect all the trash right. and then, like, and recycle popular. the trash exactly. and the pigs eat it and yeah. then all these yeah, things yeah, come yeah.
0: up. <laughs> uh, twigs and sticks yeah, and twigs. twigs pigs, so yeah, 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 exactly.
1: So, yeah, that's true. yeah I think that's great. Um, and you know, I always say when I think about luxury hotels, too, it's it's like when you first arrive to a hotel, you get a welcome drink. And mm-hmm. it's like, you can always kind of gauge, like, how's uh, the yeah. welcome drink, you And the cold towel. <laughs> and
0: the cold how towel. How fresh and yeah. honestly natural is the, is the
1: welcome
2: drink? Or, it's, or it's, it's the smell of the towel. The towel, yeah. The like, what are they, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, I mean, I'm in a good place. This is going
0: to be a good a good few days. No, that's 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 very true. Um, fantastic. Well, yeah, no, I would, I would highly recommend uh, a trip to either Cayuga, uh, Teak, and there's other these small chains popping yeah. up, yeah. Um, and even some of the bigger brand names that we haven't mentioned, the JW Marriott, the Four Seasons, you mentioned, mm-hmm. and as, you certainly find some of these sustainable traits even in these five stars. Um, yeah,
1: and I think it isn't. You know, that's the benefit of Costa Rica. We do have those large luxury chain type hotels. You know, yeah. like you said, the J W Marriott, the West End, you know, Starwood, yeah, Andaz, um, you know, Four Seasons, collections, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it, people, you know, that like that. I mean, I love those kind of resorts. Yeah, it's amazing. For sure. You know, um, and even those, although they're chain, they still they do still find ways to creatively blend in kind of authentic Costa Rican flair. You know, whether it be the decor or. I don't know, food items, things like that. Well, I think there's
2: also a lot of misconception about the whole luxury chain model. Uh Because a lot of times it's just, it's a management agreement with the corporate.
1: Oh, interesting, yeah. And
2: they're still locally owned and there's still, it's an local owner that takes the pride in providing the level Uh of luxury, but it's, you know, they get into a network where it's managed in reservations and for sure get your points and your
0: miles mm-hmm. and things like
1: that but the there States. is that option though and mm-hmm. then there's also the luxury boutique hotels which are my favorite yeah
0: yeah and <laughs> yeah, yeah no I agree and I feel like uh, maybe in the last decade or so the branding limitations with some of these resorts are being re- reduced in terms of restrictions slightly I mm-hmm. think people realize and maybe I don't know some of these larger brands that the competition inside the country for it to succeed does need to have that flexibility mm-hmm. and you do need to be able to control a little bit in-house a bit more about what you're offering, how you're bringing in the products. The story about not, not importing salmon I think is a great one. Yeah, especially yeah from so mm-hmm. Um, Guys, well we have a couple of client questions here and one thing I didn't ask you earlier about, uh, Shay, about I asked you about the food in San Jose. One of the reasons I didn't ask you um, about hotel cuisine because obviously there's a uh-huh. ton of hotels here with great food. Brian May on Facebook was asking us, what are the two best hotels to combine for a foodie looking to explore the best cuisine in Costa Rica?
1: Wow. Um, you know, I think Andaz has really good food. Uh I mean, I've really enjoyed any time I've gone there and the breakfast buffet is by far my favorite. Totally agree.
0: One of the best breakfast buffets in the country. Yeah. You could choose your own
1: oranges. There's like a waffle bar. I was just at Andaz and it surpassed. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and then they the have buffet. Top
0: Resort doing a really good job. Yeah, yeah, and
1: then they have a ceviche, yeah, like a ceviche making. Uh, yeah, part a of ceviche their station, and, right? And you yeah. can actually
0: make it and you can learn how to make it totally. right in front of you. Yeah. And what would you mix and as with? So, okay, so that's your five-star mm-hmm. beach hotel up in the north.
1: Yeah, so. Um, I mean, I keep on saying Niagara. I think she's but going back Niata. to Niagara Springs. <laughs> she's
2: she's trying I mean, to get a free ambassador. night. <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Pablo's
0: agreeing. We had a really good breakfast. The eggs Benedict in Niagara yeah, Springs. Yeah. No, the Niagara Springs yeah, the breakfast yeah. is breakfast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, the, high, the nicest combination. If you're coming for a week, three nights in Ana Springs, followed yeah. by four nights. You know, I think so, it. too, that, that it's
1: really important. Or I don't know. It's just it's also great that you can get out and about and explore local restaurants in Costa Rica, you yep. know, so you don't have to eat at the hotel. I think that's one of the you know, beautiful parts of Costa Rica. It's so safe and easy to, to do that. True. Um, and so, you know, places like La Fortuna, I mean, we're still talking small towns here, you know, yeah. but Manuel Antonio, like that's there's true. great restaurants and yeah. it's fun to explore, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, spot on. And Aaron, uh, Heather Costerman on Facebook was asking us where's a good place to stay if you want to see sloths, but also enjoy the beach and maybe a zip line too. Uh, and, a ma- zi- and maybe, maybe a, zi- a zip zipline too. Maybe a zip it, a zip it line line. too. Well, there sloths won't be any ziplines on the property. But as far as
2: <laughs> sloths, I would say either Arenas del Mar uh-huh. actually, in Manuel Antonio. I one. saw a mama sloth giving birth.
1: Oh my God! Oh so wow! They, right? they
2: do, uh, yes. Last time I was there, just <laughs> wow. in, in September, it wow. was a pretty amazing experience. They do it upside down. It's I guess so maybe it doesn't fall that. down to the ground. It comes, comes up the top. It was crazy. Wow! And then Tulumar, you're going to see the Tulamar Resort. You're going to see see some some good sloths. And they have a tour and that and you beach. can do, right? And the night, yeah. And the nice thing it. about both those resorts is you're going to see the sloths, and both of the properties have beaches on the property. Uh-huh which yeah. is not very common Perfect. in Manuel Antonio. True. So yeah,
0: for Arenas del another Cayuga yeah, property. Exactly. One of them. That is right on the beach. And there's zip it, lines yeah. for, so
2: yeah. there are ziplines
0: nearby. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I Heather, if zip you're lines looking, looking for a zipline <laughs> as she goes past the sloth. But that's a good, that, they're yeah, two good exactly. chats. Mm-hmm. Manuel Antonio, Arenas del and uh, Tulimar. Guys, fantastic. Well, as always, we love to finish with our 50-50 segment. It's a quick fire round where I'm going to give you two options. You have to give me your first initial uh, response. What comes to me first. What well, comes to you first. We'll see where you guys are. Okay, so it's kind of on the luxury thing. Um, your first one. A luxurious stay at the Four Seasons in a private villa or a private villa at Las Catalinas? I
1: would go Four Seasons. I'm going to stick with Four Seasons
0: too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is stunning, stunning views, right? Of the Papagayo yes. and those villas. Okay, spa treatment at Tabacon in the jungle, or a massage at El Silencio in the cloud forest. I'm
1: gonna go
0: Tabacon. Tabacon. I'm going El Silencio. Okay. I Good. was just first. there last two weeks ago. Nice. You loved it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, awesome. Okay, a Cayuga couple's getaway at Cura Design Villas, or Arena del Mar, to see a sloth giving birth, perhaps. I'm going Cura. Yeah, me too, Cura. To Cura. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for couples, you can't go <laughs> wrong, <a> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beautiful location. A high-end five-star resort or a luxurious five-star boutique hotel? Oh, God, I'm
1: like so split 50-50. I'm going to go boutique.
0: I'm, I'm going depending who I'm... If I'm going with my kids, resort.
1: Yeah. And if I'm
2: going just with my wife, I'm going to the boutique.
0: Yeah, we're coming back to the package. Yeah. Right? You're mixing the smaller boutique property uh-huh. like Nayada mm-hmm. with maybe a larger resort like Honda. Definitely. You mentioned Villa Buena Onda, smaller boutique hotel. And yeah. again, yeah. Okay, and then finally, a private chauffeur-driven ground transport or a private helicopter flight between destinations?
1: No, a helicopter.
0: No worries there. A I
1: mean,
0: heli- why not? You know, helicopter. Why not? Okay, <laughs> depends on the time of year. Yeah, right? exactly. yeah totally. Uh, fantastic. Guys, before... you, just, you just
2: want that feeling of everybody seeing you land in the helicopter.
0: <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Yes. Uh, no, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, well, Aaron, we've asked you this before, Shay. I've always asked all my guests to come on. What do you wish you knew before you came to Costa Rica? After all your uh, experiences.
1: Gosh. Um, well, I think it's important to know ahead of time that things move a lot slower down here. You know, um, which is beautiful. I mean, that's the point of vacation, right? But yeah. it does take a few days or hours or years or (laughs) to kind of get used to it but yeah i mean things move slowly you know patience yeah patience oh wow i have been taught that lesson many times yeah and i think that's
0: (laughs) probably also what keeps us down here a lot because then you realize the speed of everything yeah it's
1: a very beautiful lifestyle so
0: lovely and aaron this is your second time so the other question i like is what kept you here Uh in costa rica Ah, the people
2: the people really kept me here Yeah. yeah
0: yeah The people and,
2: and just the natural beauty of Costa oh my gosh, Rica. Yeah. Every, every day I'm, I look around and say, wow, this place is beautiful.
1: It's <laughs> so mm-hmm. beautiful.
0: It oh, really right. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's one of those pinch yourself places. Yeah, and I don't even industry. live in the capital
2: anymore. Even when I lived in the capital, seeing the mountains surrounding the capital was pretty yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. And now that I live outside of
0: the capital, it's even more beautiful. Couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Coming from a rural corner of Britain where there's yeah. no mountains, and yeah. now in between volcanoes and mountains, the, the central Well, island. and it's
1: like there's, you know, volcanoes, cloud forests, rainforests, jungle, wildlife, beaches. Like, the scenery just changes very quickly from place to place. Yeah. It's
0: my I may have said it before, but I always love that I can be in a cloud forest or up a volcano yeah. or a mountain in the afternoon. I'm in mean, the IMAX cinema I'm watching film. <laughs> yeah. Love it. It's always awesome.
2: I was going to make a, a post today about my drive into the office today because I was driving through sugar plantations and coffee farms. Oh. And I, was gonna, I wanted to stop and take some pictures and say, you know, have the post be... Things you will not see on your drive to work <laughs> today. And, my, and
0: I have drove like this,
2: this big truck just filled with bananas. Fantastic. Oh, right dude, bananas. It. Like, Do
0: it. You've got to send it. We'll share it. Get out on social media. Yeah, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Let everybody know. I, I wanted to get in here. I didn't want to stop. <laughs> 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 on the way to a podcast. <laughs> Guys, Aaron, Shay, thank you so much for joining me. Thank it's been you fantastic. So
2: Cheers. Thank you, Adam.
0: Fantastic. Another frog pod wrapped up. I hope you enjoyed that topic on Luxury. As always, please don't forget to subscribe to follow along on any of our platforms you might be listening. If you have any questions regarding luxury or any other topic in Costa Rica, let me know in the comments box below if you're watching on YouTube. I'm Adam Baker for The Frog Pod. Hasta la próxima.